and they know if they know like everybody else knows if everybody is armed um it's harder to control those people and they're more free i mean some people are going to be interesting but that's just that's just <laughs> the cost of freedom i don't want to tell you they're already they're already idiots out there with the guns so finally if law-abiding citizens are now picking up firearms to protect themselves protect their homes i don't see anything wrong with that yeah, right. and I think, you know, this, them saying, oh, it's destabilizing the country, it's, um, it also shows how out of touch they are with mm -hmm. reality, which is interesting to me because there's a, a friend of mine, uh, we chat maybe every three or six months, but whenever we do, it's just this very long, deep, detailed, like two-hour conversation about the current state of the world. And mm. one of the things that he said to me last time that was very optimistic is he said that the right historically always wins because we're on the side of reality. Mm -hmm. um, and the reality is there was just this NBC poll that came out last week or over the weekend showing that since they started polling people on gun ownership in like 1990 or something, it's actually the rates of gun ownership are at record highs in this country, 66% of Republican households, and I think it was like 43% of independents and even 41% of Democrat households now mm -hmm. report having a, at least one gun yep. in the home. And that is huge. And it was something like a 46% increase in wow. um, the black population. Yes. And so... They're freaking out and they're saying, oh, it's destabilizing the country. Meanwhile, support <laughs> for gun rights is at record highs. Yeah, we can't let the black people have guns, uh, right? No, I mean, that's the historical <laughs> context of uh, of gun, uh, you know, taking rights mm -hmm. of gun ownership away was directed at black Listen, people. It has oh, been yeah, the prime is in the prime directive of fools in office to keep the guns out of the hands of those darkies. Uh, they are oh failing God. spectacularly. <laughs> You're you're gonna get demonetized so no, hard. Sorry, I can like, say you are gonna it. Get me canceled, I can Benjamin. say that. <laughs> I can say it. But no, I'm not. Uh, also historically accurate. I'm just being is. honest. So. Well, actually, and that's what. Well, say, we I've know. Actually, sorry. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I've actually like three or four times told myself I'm going to do this big project and cover the racist roots of gun control. Mm. And every time I do, I get like, I'm not even up to the civil war and I've got like a 20 page document. And I'm like, I, yeah. I there's no way that I could do a video on this and, and cover all of this and yeah. even do it in a series of like 10 videos. It's just, it's too wow. much. If you want it's to oppress really, people. You can't let them have guns. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's what we're even seeing, like friends of ours who were not previously gun owners and they are not <laughs> white. Uh, they they are among that percentage of people who are now new gun owners. They yeah. see all the, you know, we're down in central Texas right now. So we're seeing the brunt of the border crisis, uh, you know, Texas, Arizona, New Mexico. We're seeing the brunt of it. People are scared. And so they're going out and arming themselves, mm -hmm. you know, well, I think yep. Benjamin, what was it that you said to him? Uh, the, the father, right? So it's a family. Okay. I'll tell you. So I had a friend of mine. He's a, he's a instructor in martial arts, so he can fight. He's a, he's a pretty weak boy, six, one solid. Um, so he can handle himself in a, in a hand to hand situation. He says, yeah, someone broke in my house. You know, I 
use a sword or something like that. And I said, but what about the other two guys and your kids and your daughters and your 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 wife? Your wife. Mm -hmm. When you're fighting the one guy and there's two or three of them, are they hand-to-hand too? And it started to make them think about it. Are three little daughters going to be... Safe and, and and here's the thing. He's got some little. He's got some little killers. Okay, they're black belts. They're they trained they're to fight vicious. and scrap too. But against a a grown man like me, like what is that? I mean, right. your your little girl, your 16 year old girl versus a grown man. It's a, it's going to be a problem. Absolutely. And so one of the things that is, I think, yeah. a lot of us forget when people talk about why they don't want a firearm. Is they're thinking about like a street fight. They're thinking about some mm. person who just wants to fight you, not someone who wants mm-hmm. to destroy your home. They're not thinking about someone who wants to uh, essay your family members right. and things like that or murder you, really. Um, they're not thinking about the fact that the person who's attacking you may be a professional at violence and or if they're smart, it's this is premeditated. They might have watched you. Yep. They know exactly what you can and can't do when when you're not ready. So this is not a it's never a fair fight. It's always a fight that's fair or better. The odds are forever in the criminal's favor who is initiating the violence. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so here I'm gonna say we're gonna we're gonna play a little bit of a roar roar shock Rorschach test. Rorschach, I think. Rorschach. I'm, uh, I'm sure it, I've heard it, it both ways. I mean, I, I, I went to graduate school for psychology and I've heard it both ways. So. Okay, so the blob test, okay? Yes. Right? Ink the blob blot, test. Technically. My expertise blot, comes from the watch. That's what it is. Okay. Yes. Okay, I'm going to say a word and I want your first reaction. Oh, no. Okay, you ready? Okay, this is new. ATF. <laughs> I can't say those words on YouTube. Because <laughs> my, I'm, I mean, I'm originally from Massachusetts. My my head went right to the f bomb. Oh, <laughs> uh, oppression. I. It's one of the things that I love that you do. You cover the ATF a lot because they are <laughs> a terrorist a organization. <laughs> That's what the are. tyranny is. What my thought. The, they tyranny, are a tyranny, terrorist oppression. organization. They are a terrorist wing of the United States government. I'm sure I can't wow. say that either. I don't. I don't think we can say any of this. Actually, the, the U.S. government fits its own definition of terrorism, but that's neither here nor Right? There. Okay, well, Wait, this what? might be a rumble-only segment. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> but tell me, is there was there anything that in particular that got you really paying attention to that organization? Is it just your your passion for the Second Amendment? What what drives you to to cover them and to really expose them for what they are? Oh, goodness. Um, hmm. Well, a couple of things. Um, the first being that um, <laughs> when they started really doing more outlandish things under the Biden administration, they increased um, their knock and talks, as they call it, basically like the ATF version of no knock raids. Um, or just showing up at people's houses and being like, you have this thing on this list that we're not supposed to legally have. Um, One of the, you always see it on social media. The left always says, well, no one's coming for your guns. And then here was the ATF literally coming for people's guns. And I'm like, (laughs) here it is. Here is the thing that you guys keep saying isn't happening. So that, that was first part of it. And the second part of it is um, this funny thing happened 
<laughs> when I started covering the ATF more, and that is that YouTube basically decided I wasn't allowed to talk about anything else. I got pigeonholed into this because, I mean, if you have really been watching my channel for years and, you know, I used to cover all kinds of other issues, well, YouTube already throttles my channel to begin with, which I learned. Anything gun related. Yeah. Yeah. Which I really learned the extent of when I started a second non-gun channel. Like I have this gardening and homesteading channel and that grew so much like exponentially faster and people that I know that have never subscribed to my other channel are randomly like, oh yeah, I saw you in this gardening video, blah, 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 blah. So that really proved how much I'm being throttled. But for some reason, YouTube throttles the non-Second Amendment and non-ATF content even more. So they have pigeonholed me now into this spot where that's the only thing they'll even let me talk about, even though they don't like it. I don't know. It's... And this was confirmed Wild. to me because I, I work with um, Leviathan Group to find sponsors and things like that because Mama got to pay the bills and YouTube doesn't really do ad revenue on firearms videos yep. anymore. Um, it's startling to see how much that has tanked as a stay-at-home mom. Um, mm. But uh, this was confirmed to me by the folks over there that like, okay, yeah, now they've put you in this category and it, they just won't let you talk about anything else. But um, since the Biden administration got in charge, there has been an overabundance of things to talk about anyways. There's been, that's what, I love your channel. And I'm going to see if I can share my screen here. Um, for those of you who are, um, let me see, what is it, at Liberty Doll? Let me just double check. Yep, it is Probably. at Liberty Doll on YouTube. Are you on? You're on Twitter too, right? Um, I am. I am, but I I don't use it that often. Um, I don't know. I find like it's a good place to get. Mm, it's it's a good place to get more eyeballs on your content, but you. Twitter throttles YouTube links and I don't know. Oh yeah. The last time that I logged into Twitter for anything beyond sharing a video was when, um, the Israel current Israel conflict had just started. And I was literally on there for less than five minutes. And uh -huh. my feed was just covered of pictures of, of dead and wounded children with people arguing as, as to whether or not the photos were real. And I was like, mm, no, I can't, can't do this. I'm all set. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's some Twitter can be an absolute cesspool sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is your YouTube channel. Everybody go check her out on YouTube at Liberty doll. Excellent. Excellent content. Um, whether it's stupid stuff going on around the country, um, uh, informational, you know, coach, like kind of coaching, like on your rights and stuff. You cover a lot of really cool stuff. One Thanks. that I thought was super funny was, uh, was this one that you posted about a month ago, college builds the wall to keep out crime. Um, <laughs> uh, so somehow a college in Baltimore figured out that walls keep out criminals 
Yes, yes, in fact. And the funny thing is, is they had had a wall around part of the campus, but that wall had been built in the 40s. And it's so it's uh, the college, the name of it is escaping me at the moment, um, but it's a historically black school. And they did have a wall around part of the school that, that was actually constructed to separate them from uh, the neighboring white community. And so it was deemed like the hate wall or something. And they just <laughs> tore it down for being racist, I think like in April or something. And then, you know, Baltimore was Baltimore and there was all this crime going on. And then there was a specific incident in which um, kids were going, I say kids, but, you know, young adults were going from like the dorms, <laughs> the campus center to whatever for some like homecoming dance or something. And some guy not related to the school got on campus and was shooting and a couple of students got caught in the crossfire. They were not the intended targets. It was like gang violence or something, you know, Baltimore being Baltimore. And that was like the second similar incident in the last couple of years. And so they mm -hmm. made this announcement that they are going to be enclosing 90% of the campus behind a wall. I forget how tall it's, it's like going to be like an eight foot wall or something like that. And they're going to have um, security at every entrance and exit now and limit the ways that you can huh. get onto campus. So strange. Mm -hmm. Huh? Huh? Golly. So that is security. Like it's, it's almost security. like this thing that was invented thousands of years huh. ago. Sounds huh. like another place where someone talked <laughs> so about a wall. Odd. Right. Man. So was it was I, it know, lean on me? No, it's not that. It's not that. It wasn't really <laughs> lean on me. Morgan Freeman. Something and wasn't else. it wasn't it the, the the guy with the hair? Yeah, the Glorf. Uh, what's his name again? Uh, oh my god. Oh can't my remember. god. Can't remember. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. He It'll was in like Cheeto commercial or something. Yeah. Yeah. He was <laughs> hanging out with rappers. What was that guy's? Oh goodness gracious. <laughs> It'll come to me. It'll come to me later. So, so we've got all of these court cases. They're making their way up through the lower courts. Some things are making their way to the Supreme Court. Yes. Uh, one that I'm particularly, I personally am particularly interested in is, is the range case, which would restore Second Amendment rights to people with criminal offenses. Uh, okay. or, you know, nonviolent criminal offenses that I got, I have to go double check the Supreme court docket to see if they picked that one up or not. But, um, I was actually looking before I came on and I th think the, so the only thing that's solidified at the moment is the Rahimi case. And they just heard oral arguments on the seventh, I think they did. Which is, yes. They just heard so, the first oral arguments on the seventh and, um, uh, CNN was doing like a minute by minute like update. Uh, they ha they heard like a hundred minutes of oral arguments, and um, that'll be a really interesting case to watch because because um, he's not just, a he's not a sympathetic character. No, and during so, arguments, his so lawyer wait, so, even admitted he's like dangerous. But anyways, that's not what you asked yeah. about. You asked about so wait. Well, wait, hold on. So that's what, so for our listeners that don't know, the Rahimi case and the Range case are, are two cases. I didn't realize the Rahimi case was being, oh, 
Yeah. Okay. okay. So there are two cases that were making their way up through the lower courts. Uh, and it's basically about restoration of Second Amendment rights for for people with criminal records. The Rahimi case is considered less, uh, you know, he's a less sympathetic character because he was convicted of domestic assault. Yes, so what happened was he was in a parking lot and got in a fight with his girlfriend and like knocked her to the ground and like dragged her by the hair to his car and like uh, she hit her head on the dashboard and then um, afterwards he said to her over the phone, uh, if you tell anyone, I'm going to shoot you. And then she filed a restraining order. And then it turned out that he was suspected in being involved. I don't know if it was confirmed or if he was convicted, but being involved in some shootings um, in Mm. Texas. And in one of them, specifically, it was in 2021, I think he was at like a, a Whataburger and when his friend's credit card got declined, he like took out his gun and like shot into the air. And um, yeah, so he's so not, not a good and, representative. And, of, and they found, uh, to my knowledge, they found like his guns with a copy of the restraining order prohibiting him from owning guns. So, I mean, it's not his attorney well, even admitted in court that he's a dangerous person. Uh, <laughs> so the range huh. case, which. <laughs> Amy Coney Barrett referenced during my understanding is during, I thought it was, I didn't realize it was during oral arguments. I thought it was when they were taught considering which cases to hear. So I am really, might have been really both. curious how this is going to turn out. So range was a guy who, Oh my God. Now I just, I just forgot. So his was something stupid. He has a misdemeanor for like, something really stupid like lying on a form to get food stamps okay i was trying to remember if that's the case yeah yes yeah so he can't now he can't have his now he can't have guns because he has a misdemeanor for lying about his income to get food stamps which really just which was uh 1995, Range pleaded guilty to making false statements about his income to obtain about $2,500 of food stamp assistance. His conviction was classified as a misdemeanor punishable by up to five years imprisonment. Mm-hmm. People in Massachusetts yeah. lie on their food stamps all the time. <laughs> yeah, <What? laughs> so this definitely seems like a reason to take someone's constitutional rights away. Mm. I don't know about yeah. what you guys, does that seem... You know, twenty. You steal twenty five hundred bucks. You should never get to protect your life. I mean, part of me is like, good on you for stealing that money from the government. <laughs> and then the other part of me is like, my taxes went to that. I mean, is it stealing if it's? I mean, he paid taxes at some point. Says yeah. money too. Hey, I'm not, here's the deal. I'm not saying got, it. Wait, wait. Let's be clear. We're not advocating that anybody listening to this yet. show go break the law. Or okay, no, we're not telling you to do that. Speak However, clear. taxation is theft. Yes. <laughs> However, they steal from us all the time and they're criminals, but you know, Constantly. whatever. Right. Um, I did just, by the way, get notification that my student loans have been forgiven. And uh, wow. funny enough, oh yeah, it said at the bottom of the email, go on social media, let everybody oh, know yeah. how this was so good for you and how the See, I was the dumbass so that nice. paid them off. And I laughed, I Benjamin and I looked at each other and we laughed and I was like, bruh, 
Those are my tax dollars. Like, yeah. I'm not going to thank you for paying off my student loans with my yeah. money. What are yeah, you, you talking about? You lent like, me my money to go to school and then you paid off the loan of my money to me with my money. I mean, it, it might not have been all of your tax money. It could be some of the money that they printed out of thin air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my inflation duty money. Got it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I oh, paid okay. mine off too. To be honest with you, I paid off my student loans a while ago. But yeah, you guys uh, are suckers. It, it was it was so gross. What was so gross is it's like, hey guys, tell us we're doing good, and tell us, hey, hey, I'm Joe Biden. My administration did the thing for you, and I'm looking at this and going, I've never seen a government document look this thirsty in my entire life. This is the thirstiest state doc I've ever seen in my entire existence. It's gross. It's disgusting. You should have more pride and respect for yourself and your administration, sir. So speaking wow. of thirsty, how about uh, getting rid of these mag bans and uh, all this other stuff around the country? Uh, um, let's see. Which which states have was that Oregon recently, or uh, was that the measure one fourteen? I saw was just ruled unconstitutional. Um, yeah, the Supreme know... Court ruled the mag limits unconstitutional. Let me hold on. Let me. I'm going to look for it. Keep talking. Um, but I know uh, Illinois is having a tough time because they have a, a mag ban, an assault weapons ban that the courts there actually affirmed that it is constitutional. I don't remember what circuit they're in, um, but it's clearly not a friendly one. <laughs> well, let's see. So the Supreme Court just struck down magazine bans and ruled them unconstitutional. Oregon, okay. Um, I believe Oregon that was a measure Supreme 114. Court. Yep. Oh, wait, hold on. Yep, Oregon. Okay, so Oregon got struck down. Mm -hmm. There are okay. so many pending cases from different places over different things or similar things that I yep. can't keep straight who is no. doing what. There's something in Maryland, too. Um, so even yeah. in blue states, they're losing. So Maryland... Um, this just happened yesterday or the day before. Wait, what is today? Today is Wednesday. Okay, it could have been two days ago. Time and space as a toddler mom just <laughs> blends all together. Um, so the Maryland case was about preemption law. So with preemption law, uh, basically little municipalities and cities cannot make their own laws that are stricter than state law so that it doesn't create this patchwork of having to know the gun laws of every little jurisdiction that you go through. Um, and Maryland, uh, there was one jurisdiction that included Baltimore. No, wasn't Baltimore. Um, but there was one jurisdiction that basically created an expanded definition of gun-free zones and the, the places that would count as them. So it was something about where the public would gather or where public could gather even on private property mm. and like within however many feet of that area and associated properties or something like that. So basically the whole point of it was to try and prevent people from concealed carrying in this jurisdiction. Like, That's period. what it was. Yes. yes. 
So tomorrow. it almost is like setting the stage for constitutional carry across the country. If I have seen some people arguing that, yeah. If it makes its way up all the way up to the Supreme Court, my understanding is it'll essentially that that was what I like you said, this is what I've heard mm -hmm. people saying. Essentially, it'll make constitutional carry legal in all 50 states, making it so that you can actually traverse the entire country without becoming, you know, a federal, without breaking breaking laws uh, mm -hmm. or breaking state law, right? So if you, I mean, like, as an example, driving from Vermont to Pennsylvania or some other mm -hmm. state where they have... Um, reciprocal uh concealed carry licenses or constitutional carry like you can become basically a criminal just driving through right. the state of new york mm -hmm. absolutely <laughs> and i mean if we followed bruin so for the, the anyone who doesn't know i feel like everyone knows what bruin is by now but in case anyone doesn't bruin was a supreme court decision in june i think it was that basically said it is on the onus of the government to prove that any gun control legislation fits both the tradition of gun ownership in the United States and has a um, historical parallel. So it has to fit history and tradition of firearm ownership in the United States. And so one of the arguments in the Rahimi case, as, as we were talking about earlier, is um, the government is saying that there is a historical tradition of keeping guns away from dangerous people while as uh one of the other arguments and this was seen recently in a case where um gun bans for lifetime gun bans for duis were ruled unconstitutional the argument there was well the historical uh regulations of keeping guns away from dangerous people only regulated taking the guns away at the time of intoxication and when the danger was actively happening once it had passed um they were uh, allowed to have their rights back. Um, and I forget where I was going with that tangent, but uh, Bruin. Supreme oh, Court, yes. So Bruin, yeah. If we were to follow Bruin to its purest, most logical conclusions, then yes, absolutely constitutional carry across all 50 states. Will that ever happen? I don't think that is anything that we will see in my lifetime. Because uh, well, another thing to consider is and this was an argument that I've heard recently is that now the government is recognizing that they are getting their butt kicked in a lot of these cases. And so they are slowing down and trying to max out the time for the appeals process to get cases in front of the Supreme court in hopes that like Alito or Clarence Thomas will be will out die. of the court yeah. and they'll be able to replace them with another um, justice Liberal. Brown. Yeah, yep. who yep. is against Bruin because she says that Bruin only takes some people's history into account and not others. That was one of her things that she actually said during the oral arguments of Rahimi. Oh, my God. Wait, if wait, any wait, wait. one so, of them should know. Oh, oh, oh. So yeah. how does, that, how does yeah. that work then? It feels like it would she'd be even more on their side. I would think this so, yeah. This is what, here's my deal. This was, okay, so, you We know, just came Benj full circle. <laughs> here's the deal. Benjamin and I wrote a book, okay? It's called Reasons to Trust the Government. Oh, I remember this one. 
Okay. Now remember, this is this is what it was born from. It was a conversation with Benjamin and I. And, you know, we were talking about, oh, why would anybody trust the government? You know, they've been so terrible over the years, you know, with all of the experiments that they've done on people when they've, you know, uh, sterilized people, done like mm-hmm. lombotomies on people, you know, they Being do all radioactive, this- like cereal to children with like, why Down would anyone, why would anyone trust the government? Okay. And then I looked at Benjamin and I said, especially black people. Oh my God. Like is, any bad thing that sense. has ever happened to black people in this country is be- it was sanctioned by the government oh i mean there's so always the argument of like well it's it's institutional racism and it's like who do you think the institutions are <laughs> it's the government i don't yeah. i don't go- get it i, I don't I'm i don't continuously speak for your people, people benjamin explain it. i can't i can't speak for my people i don't understand what's oh. happening half the time I, the, the the question I used to ask all the time, especially during all the, the COVID stuff, right, when all those things were happening, mm-hmm. and then also when the riots and stuff were happening, the, the summer of peace and whatever <laughs> it was called, <laughs> right? Um, mostly peaceful. It was mostly peaceful. Um, when, when people were just burning things down and attacking commercial buildings, and I was renting a, a space in a commercial building that's owned by minorities, and so I'm like, I'm a minority living in a commercial space that's owned by minorities that teaches children martial arts. So if you attack this place and because it's a, a commercial building and mm. it's held by, I don't know, patriarchy, oh, you whoever insurance. you think has money, the privileged, right? You'd destroy my business as well as another minority-owned business. So I always thought that kind of stuff was was very, very strange. And when all that stuff was going on and people were saying that that was just justice and i was like okay explain that to me but sure whatever mm-hmm. and then people would say like okay um but we're terrified of cops and because of that if you carry a gun if you're a black person and you believe in the second amendment to just try to even out the odds in a bad situation you will be killed by cops and i was i, I was like well i thought you guys said they were already hunting us mm-hmm. so so wouldn't it make sense for me to have weapons if I think that there are people hunting me? Uh, I just thought that made no sense. And then I thought about uh, The Walking Dead, which is a very popular show. Um, when they believe that there are creatures just roaming the streets ready to devour them and that there are people marauding through the streets trying to maybe kill them and take their stuff, how do they dress and, and, and what do they normally have? Armor, weapons. Mm-hmm. any anything melee also distance and range combat right yep. so if, if you really are terrified and the, and the danger is ever present why don't we look like that like why am i the one that's not afraid of cops and you know i've tried to follow the law as much as possible as much as anybody possibly can with all these random rules um but why am i the guy that has body armor and you don't have body armor mm-hmm. you're the mm-hmm. one that's scared and you're the one saying they were being hunted but you don't look like right we're being hunted. I'm the one that says we're not being hunted. I just want to be ready for tomfoolery. You know, right. I want to I be mean, ready to get. And and people don't realize like I have I have two thoughts that popped into my head with that. And the first is one of the I mean the the NRA. I, I know that you remember, and I'm sorry. The NRA <laughs> has done some shady. We're shit. not. You're. We are not. We are not. Uh, <laughs> 
blind to the problems. I, I with... realized that there were some people that bought lifetime memberships and it just, it is what it is. Um, yeah. One of the worst, I mean, they have done a lot of bad stuff over the, the last however many years, but one of the worst things that they did for themselves, I think was not getting behind and bringing more national attention to the Philando Castile incident. Oh, yeah. I mean, Oh yeah. There was a case of a perfectly law-abiding black man that got shot just for trying to show his gun license to cops when they asked to, to see his, like, that's, that's confusing thing. to me. Very confusing yeah. and, to me. And another thing is, you know, these people in their, you know, blue state ivory towers don't realize that, you know, they always talk about, the, the danger in crime in these, in these inner city areas, but also like defund the police. And they don't realize that if you are <laughs> one of the people in one of the in, inner city areas and you are truly mm-hmm. like afraid for your life and afraid of the cops and afraid of the gang members, mm-hmm. mm, everybody knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. And that's the first mm-hmm. thing you're going to do is you are going to arm yourself and you're not going to worry about jumping through the hoops or like the, the six yep. months to three years. Now it takes in some parts of New York to get your license. You're just gonna, you know, hop on down to the guy who knows. Yeah. When my husband was looking into getting <laughs> to gun ownership, he grew up in the inner city and his mom wasn't like, oh, you know, go do your interview. His, his mom was like, oh, well, why are you going to do that? Like, I know how to get you one. Like. And everybody knows. I mean, they literally create criminals. They, the right. government literally creates criminals by putting barriers mm-hmm. in the way of normal average people protecting themselves. Yep. And yeah. imagine how much safer these communities would be if the criminals actually feared some kind of repercussion for their behavior. Anything. I mean, I'll tell you, here in in South Carolina, um, there's not a whole lot of violent crime. There's property crime when other people aren't around of breaking into people's cars. Yeah. But there's not a lot of violent crime, person-on-person crime, because you get shot. (laughs) I mean, it's it's so weird that... It's so weird that we have to tell people that that like you learn that in grade school, mm-hmm. you learn that with bullies, you learn that with children, um, you learn that with everybody that if, if you allow someone to just continually exhibit bad behavior and there are no repercussions for that whatsoever, they're going to keep exhibiting it. Uh, exhibit A, San Francisco, like, okay, like it, it's very clear what has happened you now have children running around the neighborhoods uh doing robbery mobs now like i could not believe it when i read something about the other day like there was like an 11 year old or something involved i could not believe that is so sad i saw in chicago there was like a bunch of black people like look they're like the people doing this aren't even from around here and the girl she's like she's like it's bad enough already we don't need y'all coming over here making us look bad and so they were like protecting their stores Wow. They were threat. Yep. They were a physical threat of violence to yep. stop the the youngins from rampaging because that's exactly. Well, I don't know how you guys were raised. I'm a boy. My mom was from the south. She's raised, you know, upstate New York, but her mom is from the south. I got spankings. <laughs> I deserved ninety eight point five percent of those spankings. I held no resentment. And I knew that that was a threat that was out there for me in case I did something wrong in public. 
and I could get it at any point in any time. My mom did not care if the president was walking by. If I was acting out, it was going down. But that was good because I knew that there was a repercussion no matter what happened. I knew what was coming for my actions. When you have kids out here that don't think that there's anything that's going to happen to them, they know they're going to be, they're not going to get arrested. They're not going to get charged. What do you think they're going to do? Mm -hmm. They're going to wild out. They're not wild. Wild, wild, wild stuff. All right. Liberty doll, Miss Nikki, thank you so much for being with us today. Talking about some wins for a change. Uh, we got to <laughs> dunk on people a little bit. Uh, but again, everybody check out Nikki at, at Liberty doll on YouTube. That is her main mm -hmm. channel. Now, if you want to, before you go, if you want to plug your garden channel or you want to plug one of sure. your sponsors, cause I know, like you said, you're a, you know, stay at home mom, got to make the bills, girl. You oh, want to give a plug <laughs> to our audience well, um, for one of I your sponsors. Tell everyone um that blackout coffee not black rifle so many people get it confused just because it has oh. the word black in the name blackout okay. coffee company they are a small batch roaster out of florida and mm. they have supported my channel for years and they have really great coffee they actually just sent me a huge box of stuff and it's it's delicious it's great they actually even have partner roasts um where they have joined up with gun owners of america and firearms policy coalition where proceeds okay. from those roasts go directly to those gun rights organizations so you can support the second amendment while getting a good cup of coffee and if you go to using my link which is blackoutcoffee.com slash Liberty doll. Then I do also earn a commission on all the sales made through those links. Um, and all week they have some kind of sale where you like buy two, get one free or Ooh. something. So every week I see it. So all right. um, all blackout right. coffee company, like blackoutcoffee.com slash Liberty doll. Um, I promote them all the time and my gardening channel is gardening, homesteading, prepping, all of those things. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that the bills are going to have to rely on that eventually, because eventually YouTube is going to push all of us firearms people out of there. Um, and that us. is just, yeah. And that is just uh, Liberty Homestead. It's, ah. it's uh, so. small. Okay. There's only seven or eight videos up so far, but uh, all right. Okay. My, my, my toddler cans pickles with me and we do hydroponics and gardening and all kinds of stuff oh i love it that sounds <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna help me build a compost bin this week <laughs> oh that sounds like fun that's uh, toddlers at work i like that <laughs> you need a like a onesie or like a t-shirt <laughs> that says toddlers at work with the little person crossing uh, that's, that's awesome. an idea for your merch store that uh, is good i like that all right, everyone. Thank you again, Liberty Doll, for joining us talking thank about you. Second Amendment rights. Thank you, Benjamin, A Darker Perspective, for being with us to talk about all things guns and wins in the courts, y'all. We will see you next time. Bye.